0: Hey, get away from the equipment. You know you're not supposed to be in here. This is the stuff that I use to actually, you know, do my work. Get away, you can't be pushing all the buttons. I have the settings set a specific way. Okay, please, just please move away from the stuff. You remember what happened last time, you broke something and then it took me a long time to get it fixed and then I got in trouble with work. No, how did you even get on this site? What is, we can't have you on this right now. No, go, go away. Go, just, just, okay. Let's make a deal. If you go while we do our little recording that we normally do, I will go. Well, do you want to get ice cream? Let's go get ice cream, huh? Okay, we'll, we'll go get ice cream right after this, okay? Okay, go get your mask and and we'll we'll go after, okay? Okay. Mom, Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike, and... (coughs) Glad to hear from you, buddy. (coughs) So yeah, Juggalo Judgment, still trucking along. In, 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 the new, in the new year, as we have been for the last two episodes. And uh, how are you doing today, bud? <laughs> doing alright, how are you doing? I'm <laughs> doing just fine. For those of y'all who have been following us for so long now, thank you for continuing on.
1: Good to have you this back. Ju-
0: this journey of Juggalo history, and for somebody jumping on on this stop, welcome.
1: Good to have you for the first time.
0: For the first time, and and you'll never and you'll never leave. Well. You will you will stay on with us forever. Well, just just don't listen to the first couple episodes that are <laughs> wow. bad audio quality and wow and damn. <laughs> damn you know it's funny that we still have like every now and then we get listens of the carnival of carnage episode well yeah (laughs) it seems like a starting point it's the first episode where else do you go i mean yeah that's true it's just not one that i go back to listen to ever oh no i (laughs) do not either (laughs) it's just something to consider but we're not talking about Way back in, in nineteen ninety two, with ICPs, the Carnival of Carnage.
1: What are, are we discussing today, my friend, Mike? I'm going to. We're gonna. T- we're we're gonna tell you what we're talking about, but I have a story to talk about first. Ooh, that's going to lead like into story this. time. Okay. Go the album it. that we're talking about today is one that you've given me a copy of. Yes. However. That was not the first copy of this album that I had. <laughs> I forgot about this, actually. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't think you know what I'm about to talk about. Oh. Years back. Let me tell you the story about the let of Northway Borders. Y'all remember Borders, a, uh, a bookstore from way back in the day. Also, right. a general a general media store actually. As time went on, but it was mostly a bookstore. But they had their CD sections, they had their DVD sections and stuff. Way back in the day, at the Northway Borders, I was looking through some stuff, I was hanging out in the Twisted Area, and I had looked. I was looking at a copy of Man's Myth, and I was thinking about it because I was looking into getting into stuff. You know, this is around the time whenever I had like got you know like my. Uh, 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 Malenko CD and stuff like that and as I'm as I'm checking it out I suddenly hear are you down and I look (laughs) around What? and I see a juggalette in real life looking at me I'm like hey you know I'm checking it out getting kind of interested and she says would you like a recommendation I'm like sure she says nothing. She takes the copy of Mansmith that I'm holding, puts it down, not in its place, she just sets it somewhere. <laughs> it's just on the fucking shelf. <laughs> Picks up a copy of Mutant and hands it to me. And I'm looking at it, and I, I step away for just a second to give it a boop on the price check thing because they didn't, have, like, the, they didn't have a tag on it or anything. And I'm like, yeah, I can totally get that. And I look up, To say thanks, gone. And I'm like, what just happened to me? (laughs) And so I walked out of there with that copy of Mutant. (laughs) So one of you lent me yours, I was just like, well, this is amusing, isn't it?
0: (laughs) I have known you since
1: junior high.
0: (laughs) And I have never heard that story.
1: That is the story of the Let of Northway Borders. And that is. What the fuck? uh, That is the album we are talking about today. That is Mutant Volume 2. How have you never told me about this? Oh my god. Let me explain to you something. (laughs) This this was such a surreal experience. (laughs) After some time, I was not certain if it had happened. It was a fever dream. But the copy of Mutant tells me it did.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, I am I'm <laughs> legit baffled because I've known you for like I've known you for what, 16, 17 years. It's been a minute. And I don't know how that that story has ever eluded <laughs> my ears until just now. It's a very strange story. Not many know it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. So, you already owned yeah. a, a Twisted album
1: <laughs> yeah. with,
0: with, with you already having Malenko.
1: hmm
0: Wow. But wow, yeah. that's
1: crazy. That is what we were talking about today. <laughs> Mutant Volume 2, the follow-up to Man's Myth, an album that exists. Yes. So, we, we mentioned before
0: that they release these pretty much back-to-back um had it not been for the gathering 05 ep that we talked about last episode we would have been talking about these back to back if anybody knows if if mutant was released at some point during the gathering like if people who were there had the chance to buy it early let me know but i don't think that it was i literally think that they were like haha you got to wait 2 days <laughs> like <laughs> way to go jerks but as was mentioned Wait, I think during the calm episode there was a little insert, and it said there are two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Man's myth being the first side, and this being the second. What is the biggest
1: difference between the two records? Um, one of them is called Man's Myth, Volume One, and the other one is called Mutant, Volume Two. That is, it is the biggest difference. There's no <laughs> other difference. It sounds exactly like Man's Myth. It's actually they all just the same tracks. To get,
0: yeah, they just they just decided to give different names. Weird decisions. Uh, no, that's not the case at all. Where Man's Myth was strictly a hip-hop endeavor, this one was incorporating some, some rock into it. Yeah. And apparently there were people that were like, oh, man, th- this is actually the Black Magic album that we never got. <laughs> and meanwhile, I think Madrox had done interviews that were like, I mean, if you want to close your eyes and really, really, really say it's black magic, then go ahead. But <laughs> it's not black magic. Um Jamie Madrox is is the rocker of the group. He, he is has has made that clear throughout basically their entire history. Yep. He likes, you know, that heavy rock sound. Like he he's into like eighties metal and stuff like that. And so that's why we hear him. I mean, even in in prior stuff, like, he's the one who does more of the singing. Yeah. Monoxide has been the, I rap, I like gangster rap, Yeah, Tupac is God. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that is is where that goes. So, where we went from an album that deviated a bit of, we have, like, no guitars on this at all, to, oh, this is Twisted that's going to do a rock thing? How's that going to sound? The results may surprise you. They probably won't but they may (laughs) and yeah we we get mutant volume two we do this album i mean I'll, i'll state it right now this was one of the other albums that i had gotten it was one of the first twisted albums i ever got i think i mentioned before that freak show man's myth and mutant were the first twisted albums i ever got i got them all at the same time and back when i was younger i didn't give this one like much thought i think i liked man's myth a little bit more at first but as time has gone on i've come to really dig this album and i think that a lot of people have given this album shit (laughs) and also softened on it at at some point it seems like oh five was very hit or miss for psychopathic a lot of stuff was coming out but did that mean that all of it was great i mean no I don't know. Like we had Jump Steady. We had had Esham. We had ICP with the Calm. Like there were so many projects coming out and from a release standpoint, hey, you're putting out stuff consistently. We should pay attention to Psychopathic. But is it stuff that is going to be in constant rotation, stuff that we really are excited to listen to because it's all good stuff? I don't know. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta listen and find out. And there's still more releases that came out in 05 that we haven't got. I think this is like the midpoint, basically. Jesus. So, we'll we'll go on with this and, and give a little bit more info at the very end of this album. But before we jump in, we gotta do that oh-so-important thing that we have to do every episode.
1: Gotta crack open a motherfucking Fago.
0: Crack open a motherfucking Fago. What you got, buddy?
1: I have right here in front of me a genuine Fago delicious red pop.
0: Wow. And I have a genuine delicious vanilla cream soda. Nice. nice. Let's crack these bitches open.
1: Alright, let's jump right in. The transformation of a new civilization.
0: basically the world is fucked yeah human race is fucked yeah i don't really think that we can we can go much
1: more <laughs> they're they're pretty on point with how that is and you know what they're good at staying on point with what they're talking about here you know i don't i don't feel like one of them had no fucking clue what the song was supposed to be about and that's really impressive <laughs> i will is, is say that
0: you what is that you being being honest or... I am or, complimenting or... them legitimately on this song. <laughs> okay. Because that was a big big problem that we had on the last album. I know was it's a there big were problem so many that songs. they have
1: with a lot of their music but they, they did some stuff here and it's, that was cool. They're talking about <laughs> mutations happening in the world and things getting fucked up. I will say yeah. um, this is like just a thing that they do like just like slap any adjective that sounds dark on any fucking word like especially the word apocalyptic if you say like you can refer to anything as apocalyptic on a a twisted album and people just let it go for some reason like apocalyptic grin that just it's just not like a thing (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even hear that just everything's apocalyptic grins, q-tips, dish towels all apocalyptic (laughs) So is that
0: is that a grin that causes the apocalypse? Or f-
1: is it one is it the know. result of an apocalypse? I have no idea. I don't mm. know. It's just is it a grin that just is symbolic of the apocalypse? And what the fuck does that look like? <laughs> yeah, now I wanna know. Someone draw that for me. I think it's just Jamie wanted to use the word apocalyptic to describe something. And he didn't have anything else in his pocket at the time.
0: Yeah, it's like you just look in a dictionary and see words that look really, really cool. And uh, he knows what apocalyptic a way, means. He said it like a thousand a to...
1: times on albums before this. Has he? Has he really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I want you to check your work. No. <laughs> That's up to you. you.
0: Get you making these unfounded claims here. Nope. <laughs> so, already... A nice uh, switch up of having an actual song as the intro compared to "Back on Man's Myth," which was just fake like news headlines. That was just kind of stupid, in my opinion. Whenever <laughs> you know, like three of the songs on it actually talked about that stuff. Yeah, but it it does the job. It really does. Yeah. I think. Uh, what the other part is, it's literally just a Minox verse same thing and then and then we move on. Yeah. Is this a tone setter?
1: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think so.
0: A, a little bit. But given what we in hindsight know about this album, it doesn't sound like what a significant chunk of it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean and, like and what is you yeah, know. <laughs> but and what, what what does that significant chunks sound like it, it might be like the next track get off of me
1: Hello. it sounds nothing like this I not off of me I'm not on you bud this track to me almost feels like a Bobby's dad part two Mm. but less about like one specific shitty dude and just society (laughs) (laughs) Is, is genre wise is this like thrash like is, is that what that ish, would be yeah it's in it's in the zone of it okay not not exactly it's, but it's it's you know okay because for for those of
0: y'all who have just not been paying attention Twisted's doing rock stuff here yeah not for the entire album but they're doing rock stuff <laughs> and a lot of them like they each kind of sound different though a little bit yeah um, I don't think that any of the other ones maybe one more track on here sounds kind of like this one. And you and I were talking about this when we were we were texting earlier this week and mentioned like the production on this. Yeah. So if I if I remember right, this is produced by Fritz as anything twisted would have been at this point. Probably, yeah. The biggest problem was it does not sound mixed that well and it's noticeable more so i think on some other tracks but man it just sounds like the something is just not correct (laughs)
1: and you mentioned it's probably the compression i mean regarding the guitars it, it depends on which which track it is like this one doesn't sound too bad to me like in my ears and stuff um you know, it's all right. Some of them definitely sound like, um, like a lot of the guitars have just been like compressed into bleh and almost you, know, you all don't have of like them, drum, I, you don't have good drum leveling. The drums sound yeah. like too quiet compared to stuff, or sound too loud compared to the drums and stuff. The vocals get lost in the mix, all that stuff. But this this one's relatively clean. Of most the ones of that we the have. most of the tracks that I uh, like,
0: I could point out like I don't like how the drums sound Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it's just something that irks me (laughs) and i don't know like for for somebody who you know didn't really listen to a whole lot of rock at whenever i first got this album in 2007 you know i wasn't i was just like eh, something sounds weird about this but this is First off, this is the first rock track that we've heard from Twisted since the song Darkness back on Green Book.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, Darkness had good mixing. <laughs> so it's it, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know if if they were, you know, if it's if it's a step backwards or whatever.
1: I mean, I don't remember but... Darkness uh, per se, so I, I wouldn't be able to tell because here's the thing. Depending on what kind of uh, track you're doing, you, you need a different kind of mix for it. Like, you can't mix everything mm-hmm. the same. It just don't work. Um, so, Some of the other ones on here, we'll we'll get to them <laughs> as far oh, as yeah. what's up with those sounds. Yeah.
0: And I will say that, I mean, lyrically, like, and, and how they're performing it, Madrox really tries. Yeah. Like, he is 100% all into this. Monoxide cannot be bothered to try. <laughs> he sounds bored, like, on a lot of it. Had this been a track that was just over a hip-hop beat, I could have seen, Mon- like, Monoxide doing doing it the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And this is an album where, I think I've mentioned this before, on the rock stuff, it is really, Jamie is all for this, and he is in the booth with Monoxide, Holding a gun to his head <laughs> to make Monoxide sing. <laughs> like, that's really what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, aside from the mixing, this is a, a really good jump into what they wanted to try with this record. So, I don't, I, I will at least give it an A for effort.
1: Yeah. So, they, and, um, I mean, we'll have more
0: examples in the future.
1: Here's some stuff for you. Uh, regarding the production of this Okay, uh, Fritz the cat does do most of the production. There are a few outliers Kay. in this okay. but also um, There are credits for some of the instruments here and there uh, Okay, like the drums by Def Jeff Schenken And Kay. the guitar is by Fritz the cat and Devin the demonic Okay, I don't know Anybody except Fritz. I don't know who either of those other people are,
0: so unfortunately I cannot uh I cannot say
1: anything on their behalf. <laughs> the the majority of uh these these tracks have guitar by Fritz. Uh if if there's mm-hmm. guitar in them, it's mostly it's it's I think the rest of it is just Fritz. And okay. uh occasional drums by Def Jeff, Shank Okay. whatever that is. Now, mind you,
0: this entire album is not rock. There are just yeah, plain old twisted hip hop tracks on here. I'm under the impression those were probably also done by Fritz, but maybe some
1: Lavelle. I, I will reveal uh, who d- yeah. does production accordingly. Yeah. Okay. That's we've a- we've also got some uh, some mixed by Twisted and Fritz the Cat and all this other stuff here and there. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. So yeah, that's get off of me. Like I said. Very, very evocative of of Bobby's dad to me, with the both the repetition and also just the general feel of it. So yeah, cool. That's it for that. Mm-hmm. Moving on, track three, Stardust.
2: The world. We are going to be the new Ron Pope Peels, infomercials on every channel, I'm telling you shit, shit is humongous. And uh, did LaValle call you, talking about he needs a place to stay? Hey, her, hey, her, hey, man, I think he said he going to kill mom. Just, man, call me back, dog. Right up, ladies and gentlemen, have a seat. I'm about to show you a product everyone is sure to need. This product I have right here is small and light and weight and can be concealed in any handbag or briefcase. Stardust, we're not sure just what it does, but the response has been overwhelming from clients that tell us if it wasn't for this here product and so on. Man, there's so many letters and they go on and on. It's a miracle in a bottle and it sells itself. If you got problems in life, this here product can help. This opportunity is golden. I'm holding in my hand the key to a brand new life for those who half a shilling or two and be compelled by the product and intrigued about what it can do for you honest it's the last case i got and when they're gone they're gone take a chance with stardust it'll fix whatever's wrong nothing can be better than
1: Like, let me tell you so this something.
0: song. Yeah. Hold on. on. I, I have some info on this. Go on. This song is based on um, mid 2010s uh, wrestler Cody Rhodes, who mm-hmm. was uh, using the, going by the moniker of Stardust. Of course. Uh, the younger brother of Goldust. Mm-hmm. Um, notable feuds include Goldust himself, as well as uh, the actor who played uh, Green Arrow in the. Show of the same name mm-hmm. uh, And then Cody Rhodes uh, Ended up leaving Or getting canned by WWE Basically he admits that He just kind of was com- Just complacent with that gimmick mm-hmm. And uh, now he is vastly successful As Cody in AEW So
1: good job to Twisted For making this song about him And they're clearly Trying to draw a parallel uh, Especially Monoxide He's he's definitely looking to draw a parallel To himself as Cody Rhodes uh, and their their future intentions of splitting from Psychopathic Records <laughs> <laughs> to become vastly more successful on their own. <laughs> Fuck, that was your fault.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, remember that skit that was uh, back on Story of Our Lives? Uh huh. Yeah, I do.
1: Do you like how that was referenced at the very beginning of this one? Yeah, I I didn't catch that on like my first listen, but yeah, and I was like, oh, that, yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? For for making fun of Tech Nine
0: for coming up with things that he will reference on his own album, right when he mentions it. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, this is just like a it's a it's a skit mention, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah. When Tech so... Nine does it, he references it in every subsequent song, is what I mean. <laughs> Well, yeah,
0: I mean, shit, Psychology 101, how many times is Ariola mentioned until the song actually appears at the very end? (laughs) But, so, all right, so so Madrox and Monoxide are our salesmen here. Uh Uh-huh. Like, just just your typical, like, I guess what you'd see, like, along the street or whatever. Snake oil salesman.
1: Yeah. Mike, can I tell you something? Please do. You know what want you know what I might hate more than anything else in the world. Hustle mentality people. They might be the worst human beings on the face of the planet. <laughs> the if, if it didn't work for you, you just don't got it. <laughs> no, no possible explanations for why something doesn't work for somebody. No, you know, I got it. I did the thing. And now I'm rich if you didn't do it then obviously you did the thing wrong or something <laughs> The kinds of people that I want to like chain up in a basement and like have like one person there Who's just like a fake planted there with like plastic cuffs on and they just break themselves out whenever they're like wait how let us out and he's just like oh, you just don't want it enough <laughs> That's what I want to happen to these people. They're the worst human beings on the face of the planet. That's it and that's that's kind of what they're what they're playing at here, and I like this track actually. It's pretty cool. I dig it. I I, I like pretty <laughs> much everything about
0: this track. Like, yeah. I kind of wish that this was on
1: Man's Myth. It may have saved it a bit more. <laughs> this, this this magic thing that solves all of your problems for you, but only if you really buy into it. Yeah. Th- exactly.
0: And you, but you have you, you can't this, a sample won't work. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: You you gotta... Have you ever seen a post that's been going around of the person who was like no. if there was a hundred mil on a table next to a book that teaches you how to make a hundred mil, I'd take the book. And people were making edits of like a guy picking up a book that says how to make a hundred mil and he opens it, it's like, take the hundred mil fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> That's uh that's what self-made millionaire books teach you. It's that you should have kept your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> but but you got to spend money to make money. That's is isn't that isn't that what it is? Yeah, you have to spend money on that book and then you need to convince somebody who is dumber and richer than you to spend way mm. more money on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> or a lot of people, or, enough people or, to spend money on or, it. Or or
0: I can just ask my dad for a small loan of a million (laughs) dollars.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) I can can take out a loan from my rich uncle to build the garage that I will be working out of to build my company out of, you know, several loans from other rich people. So then in the future, I can be like, yeah, I started out in a garage. I didn't have anything except for all of the loans that I had from wealthy people. Look into the histories of most uh, self-made people. That's how it
0: goes. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Stardust itself. This is a fun song. And if I remember correct, I don't think that they swear on it. You might be right. I don't think that there's a single curse word on this track. Damn. Which radio single. Exactly. (laughs) Like, but it it is, it's just kind of weird. I like, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this doesn't have any any cursing. In it. I didn't make that note, but I seem to remember that being a thing. I can't detect that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't work. No, but a vastly different song from the big rock that we were gonna that we were expecting to hear this entire album. <laughs> but I mean, come on, Twizzle can't deviate that much. No, they can't. It's it's not it's not 2019 yet. They can't do that.
1: Look, if <laughs> they, they they need to have something to to you know keep their keep their their old fans on as they shift into this new some new new sound you know they have to have something that sounds familiar back to the rock.
0: So this was like my favorite song on this album <laughs> for the longest time. It is It so is very high up there. It's a good track. I love this track. It, it's um, good. Like I, I think that I've heard people agree that like this might be one of the better tracks on this album. <laughs> this might be the best Singing that Madrox has done on a track up to this point, <laughs> like I could, he, I could definitely
1: say yeah. Yeah, for
0: like you could tell he went in on this one, and then Monoxide comes up. <laughs> Can you please just play his his first line? Please just play his first line. Me, uh... That's all.
2: <laughs> Why does he sound so? Why does he sound
1: so like? He sounds so bored. <laughs> you know, he's not a singer. It's not his thing. He's trying. but mm-hmm.
0: I do remember whenever I would listen to this whenever I was younger, though. I remember playing it like I would be like doing the dishes and just having the music on right there. And my stepdad like came into the kitchen and was like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, the psycho is all too familiar, and I was like, that's not the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cycle, but I could totally understand why somebody would think it says like the word psycho. I mean, yeah, it's, it's what they say all the time. It, yeah, easily. I got, I got nothing like deep and profound for this song to to like dive in on. It's just a good song.
1: It is. Like, it has a, it has a very Okay, so whenever I listened to this, I was like if if somebody told me that they brought in fucking Taproot to play the backing track for these guys, <laughs> I'd I'd buy it. This is incredibly Tap it's in, it's of that era. It's your, your it tap taproots, it's your Chevelles. It is it is butt rock. For, oh for, for sure. sure. For sure. And this one's mixed up pretty well it for is. the most this part. This is very well like, done. This
0: one sounds good.
1: Yeah, it's got kind of, like, talking about that that cycle of hope and disappointment and stuff, you know. Think things are gonna go good no. No they're not. <laughs> nope. Hope is evil. I what the fuck? Yes. Uh, this is written by uh, Jame Madrox. It's J A I M E. <laughs> Production by Fritz the Cat and Monoxide. Uh, drums by, f- by Def Jeff again. All guitars by Fritz the Cat. Mixed by Fritz and Monoxide.
0: Okay. So Monoxide is the reason why it sounds good. It could be. It could <laughs> Holy be. shit. He's, he's got an ear. Uh, apparently I mean just not for singing
1: Um, he just doesn't have a good voice I yeah well fine, fine this is see there here's here's what's up here so if we go back and listen to like um, Ch-ch-ch- the Joker the Joker is Steve Miller didn't really go out of a regular like every the every man singing range like he doesn't yeah. He doesn't have a ridiculous range or anything like that. Like, most people could handle a Steve Miller range. So, like, Monoxide didn't really have much of a problem on the Joker. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like both of them were really good on that. Yeah. This one, it's pushing a bit. Like, you know, J- Jamie's going hard on it. And, and Monoxide and even, just does not have that kind of range.
0: And even when you get to the point, there's a bridge in uh, in this part that That's true. is admittedly slightly awkward. <laughs> and... It's just because the music for it does – I don't know if it changes key, but it does change up what the rest of the, the the song is doing. And so it's almost like they don't have the pitches to go off of, and they're kind of just reaching. So that's the only part of the song that I'm like, I eh, probably could have cleaned that up a little bit better. But the rest of the song is just so fucking good that I can forgive it. <laughs> it's a good track it is it's it's very fucking solid, and yeah like i like I said, I don't have anything more like really deep to get into on it. I just really like this song, and it sounds great they there's people that like made fun of and honestly are still making fun of them this day for it of like, oh well, they're trying to do rock well, the new metal phase is is already done in popular <laughs> rock now we're we're past that. And that's why, as as mentioned before, Roach Coach claimed that they're going to do the, the Twisted Two Hundo, which is where they're going to review a Twisted album whenever they reach 200 reviews on iTunes. And a lot of people have suggested that, you know, Freak Show is the one to do for that, which no. <laughs> for the time period, I get it. Musically, I disagree. And somebody else was like, well, what else would they do then? And I'm like theoretically mutant but I also don't think that that should be the one that they talk yeah. about <laughs> like, the answer is they I'm shouldn't s-
1: cover a twisted album there isn't one <laughs> to do for them
0: <laughs> like like, come in the next couple months whenever um, the their new album comes out which is supposed to be a rock album I've already heard two singles from it and I'm like if the rest of this album sounds like these that is the one I'm going to throw at coach to be like <laughs> listen <laughs> please listen to this you listen to bands for November, like please make this be one of them. <laughs> so yeah, like th- it seemed like obviously Twisted were doing something different, but again they try. They've done rock songs in the past. They just haven't done a lot of it. Like this has this
1: album has the most of them that they've done at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not and, like it's not like anything new. It's just you know they're they're putting more of a focus on it. They're trying a bit harder,
0: but. But it, but like you said, where it's like, if you told me that Taproot played the, the backing track on this,
1: I'd... Mm, yeah. Like, I could easily... The only thing that gives I... it away that's not Taproot is that those guitars are not in... They're not seven strings. They're not, they're not dropping it down to drop fucking A. <laughs> Jackasses. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> God, I hate drop tunings like that. I, It's a seven string thing. I hate guitars that have more than six strings on them because... Fuck it, I don't need it. <laughs> it's in the way. Do you do, do you do you have anger towards towards corn, who are notorious for that? Yeah, fuck them. No. Yeah, well, okay. Well, actually, I've n- I've never really wanted to play a corn song, so <laughs> wow, doesn't matter. <laughs> wow, what madness is this? Shut up. It's track five. It's madness. <laughs>
3: so confused I'm getting aggravated with a really short fuse and I'm having a conversation to show my cooperation they drag me to the station and they ask me about the time and place and I think they know I did it the evidence shows I did it they keep on asking me for the body but I forget where I hit it I get these blackout spells and I don't remember much but I'm always at the police station every time that I wake up they yell louder now the night is turned it on they said if I don't know them how the fuck I have this sweater on they had it had me in them and they put me at the scene of the crime. And when I touched them all these visions came flashing back and I could see me standing behind. them about to swing an axe and when they fall I'll see my body collapse and now that's all I remember. I'm just stating the facts. Change me! Never wanna hate me! Oh I'm gonna pray for the day that our worlds collide. Save me! hey like to keep it crazy ruthless, till it blows your brain. we the average the body, call Change
2: me! The end
1: there, we just heard Jamie dropping that triple lit throw flow. Man. It's fucking good. So
0: Monoxide's verse is really good, right? Like yeah. Monoxide starts yeah, sorry. doing something that is like, oh, this is a cool story. Hey, it'd be a shame if Jamie decided to just <laughs> not follow through with that. <laughs> Why uh, is it that uh, more so on this album and the last one are twisted, starting off with something really, really good and then disregarding what was set up? It's just, like, don't get me wrong. It's the twisted Jamie way. Jamie speeds it up. Like Jamie speeds it up and it sounds cool, but he says nothing of substance. No, I was really interested in like the story that that Paul was saying because it almost sounds like, um, the, uh, I don't think we actually talked about it yet. Um, the there there's an ICP song uh, called Sleepwalker, where Violent J like when he goes to sleep he kills people in his sleep. And this is, like, something kind of similar to that, because, you know, he's saying he's having blackouts or whatever. Hmm. I'm like, okay, this is a cool concept for this song. Follow up on it. And Jamie doesn't mention anything about it at all. (laughs) Like, we are falling into the same problem that the last record had, and I don't want that. (laughs)
1: Like... I, I like, like to imagine... You guys are good
0: rappers. You guys are good rappers. We've said it countless times. But when we're asking for just a little bit of, you know, the ICP storytelling that, you know, we've grown accustomed to just to kind of flush it out a little bit more. <laughs> and then you're
1: like, oh, here's a little bit of it, but not a whole lot. Like, <laughs> I like to imagine that Jamie Madrox just has a ton of verses pre-written. <laughs> and he just has them sorted out like... In the average tempo that they would fall in and it's just like every once in a while he's just like i just can't write a verse today i have this one in the vault how fast is this track okay yeah got (laughs) it (laughs) and then he just opens it up he's like Oh, a triplet flow, flow one. Wow, okay. This one's going to be interesting. <laughs> I can manage this one. <laughs> Here we go. And even after that, like, Monoxide has another verse out there where even he, like, speeds up his flow and gets a, gets a little choppy in there. I'm like, that's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. But again, like, it's still just <laughs> not talking about nothing. <laughs> yeah, like... It's it's just we we wicked and fucked up, but nobody can fix us, nor do we want them to. It's it's just whatever generalized twisted song. Yep.
0: Like I'm I'm sorry, and this is for the people who say that we just never talk shit about Twisted. And I mean, we've been doing it for several
1: Twisted's can. now. <laughs> yeah, like w- we we expect better. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. <laughs> the only other thing of note really is that like monoxide. Uh, mentions anthrax at some point it reminded me that in our lifetime there's a whole anthrax scare <laughs> yeah um a week after that 9-11 was,
0: <laughs> yeah it was, it was after it was after 9-11 a week but, after i mean yeah <laughs> literally so that. so that was four years prior to this album yeah y'all could have mentioned anthrax
1: on Mirror, mirror. I mean, mind you, Anthrax has like been a thing that's existed for a very long time. Oh yeah, but I remember when that was like well, it was very prevalent,
0: a very like ongoing thing in in like news media
1: and and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, technically, the band Anthrax even hit late for the most recent Anthrax scare before that in the seventies, because <laughs> they were eighties ish. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah, that was that was that is, interesting to remember because I, I forget about that at times. For for the kids out there who don't know, back in two thousand and one for a period of time, people were sending anthrax. Or I don't I it's anthrax anthrax is like the disease or whatever. Um, or it's a bacteria or some shit. It's an infection. Infection, that's what yeah. it is. Uh, but yeah, it, it was being sent to like uh like prominent politicians or something, uh through the mail and stuff. It was bad time. Yeah. A lot of were, were N- numerous deaths to open and their... uh injuries from it. Yeah, there yeah. that was a whole thing of male safety. We have lived through a lot of shit, dude. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, like we are currently living through a lot of shit, too. <laughs> uh huh. It's it's weird. I've seen uh I've seen people mention before, like, like some older people who are like yeah, the millennials, they haven't gone through any of that kind of stuff. It's like, dog, I was alive when the fucking DC snipers happened. I remember people being afraid to leave their cars. Not in my area, but in the DC area. Like, kids got fucked up. Yeah,
0: fuck, I forgot about that, too. I remember holy somebody, shit.
1: Somebody um, I, I saw a post once where somebody was like, yeah, I remember my mom having me get out of the car to pump gas for everyone, and then DC snipers were around. I'm like, I'm not sure if that's like a <laughs> that's hmm that's a little spooky in a couple ways. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that we've we've been through some shit in our time, and that was that was one of them, one of the numerous ones. Dear fuck.
0: Well, madness has a cool beat too. It does. Uh, hey, do you know who made that beat? Uh I, I don't. Is is it Lavelle? No. Is it Fritz the Cat? No. Then I don't fucking know. Keep going. Is it Esham? No. Is it Monoxide?
1: No. Who the fuck made it then. Violent J What? <laughs> Madness was produced <laughs> and mixed by Violent J cuts by that motherfucker too dope. Okay. Okay. Yeah. For
0: anybody who's gonna like get on me is like, oh the Juggalo doesn't know the shit. I also don't have my copy of Mutant in front of me to look at the shit. I have his copy because of It's Mute currently in, front of in possession. Me. <laughs> it's it's currently in Shmi's <laughs> possession. And I don't have discogs up or anything, so I can't look at that shit. Sorry. I haven't listened to Mutant in a long time, but so yeah. I didn't remember. That's a violent J That's track. Okay. That okay. Sounds like nothing that was on the calm, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and obviously the cuts being
1: too dope makes a lot of sense. <laughs> oh well I mean yeah, he's that's that's what he do. But that's it for madness. Up next, Trek Six. Fuck you, part two.
0: Remember, uh, remember Fuck You that was on Man's Myth? Yep. Do you want to put some, 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 like, punk rock
1: over it? you getting a little, get a little thrashy again. Yeah, yeah. All I wrote in my notes was, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I put, oh, hey, a rock version
0: of the song from the last album. I would just
1: like to, to re-highlight Juggalo Love Song. Thank th- you hard. Bitch, I'm hard too.
0: Okay, I got nothing else for this one. We can move on <laughs> to track seven.
2: Trust me, girl. Every time Jane's the fat tea fat. comes to Anaconda, Montana, they be hooking up with a bitch. I... Last time I was on the tour so, bus, hey, they treated me scared. like straight it up lunch meat and a twisted sandwich. That's, that's I never had my to? box rock no. like that before, oh, okay. but let me tell you something. No, it didn't. They put it oh. down. Oh, I know all these people. Hold um. on, let's go up to the bus. Hey bitch, you gotta go. What? No, I'm here to see Jamie and Paul. You can't be standing. Here. They said that. I don't Andy give a fuck the what they boy. said. You gotta well, go. Fuck you then! No fuck you and that fat bitch you're fuck with. Come on, let's go. I'm gonna find maybe
0: now
1: this is tracking fantasy. She's off to find Drive-By. <laughs>
2: that's
1: right. She does say that.
2: Baby, you don't know me, but I'm crazy because I like comic books, toys, and freaky ladies. And you can never fade me at all. Even if you're coming out of your panties and your bra, I've been taught and I've been played. It's all the same. And that's why they call it a game and me a loser. I like subtle bitches who like to fuck rough. Me if I wasn't a rap star, mean an underground provider or carnival speech To get you so hot, you blast your titties and peach You say you rub your soft spot with thinking of me Well add two more fingers and go deeper into your fantasy
1: That skit is almost good for an illustration of what the song is about, but it's also just really dumb. (laughs) This skit's fucking stupid. Like, it... They didn't need it. They didn't need it. No. I don't care. But this song is really good, actually.
0: So, I used to never listen to this song in the past, and nowadays I'm like, okay, first off, this beat is great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, this beat is bumping. And Yeah, it's it's honestly not a bad track at all. Like no. it, it explains a very valid concern of, you know, if if I wasn't famous, would you even like give me the time of day? Yeah. Like would yeah. I be somebody that you would even be interested in, like, platonically? Yeah.
1: And that's a thing. Yeah. Like there there's that kind of stuff and then there so there there's a lot of a lot of discourse on, on the internet nowadays about what they call parasocial relationships as in you know with the way that online media works and stuff and the way that a lot of people produce content for the internet uh you feel like you know them way more than you actually do you do not know this person (laughs) like don't get off don't pretend to be all familiar with this person just because you like the things that they do on the internet they're sorry you don't know them personally unless you know unless you've actually like talked to them extensively like that's a whole different thing but there are a lot of people who act like it's 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 stan it's just stan like <laughs> that's, that's what it is <laughs> The the whole thing where it's like yeah, I feel like I really know you. You know, we're we're so alike and stuff. It's like, no, you don't you never met this person, you haven't talked to them. You've literally just seen the things that they make and said, from this, I gather the impression that this is what you are like, and that's not necessarily true.
0: <laughs> I mean, y'all can stand the fuck out of me if you want to. Like, I will I will take all that acknowledgement. That's fine. <laughs>
1: Feel free to send praise but you know I'll chat yeah, with that's... people just don't be, don't be too familiar with me okay you don't know right? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> I mean
0: I, I can I, I, I talk to I, the people I have a Venmo I... if you want to <laughs> <Yeah, you send laughs> If me... you want to be more familiar
1: send me I have money a Venmo. <laughs> I, I talk to the people I talk to but <laughs> No, there there is a a big problem with people who will come out of the blue um, with some content creator that they like and, like, just be way too familiar with someone that they've never spoken to before. And I'm like, yo, yo. Mm -hmm. There's actually... um, I watched a video about this recently. It was actually about a Dr. Phil thing and about how Dr. Phil's a stupid piece of shit. But uh, (laughs) about somebody that he had on who was, like, stalking some... Person that they were believed that they were in love with like some like maybe instagram famous person I don't know some- some known person and they they were like stalking them and all that stuff and believed that they were in love with them and all of this other stuff, many trauma related issues actually um but yeah, that kind of stuff it's not good, <laughs> and there're you know even the smaller versions of it that aren't as egregious can still be pretty bad. <laughs> you know, just just be easy. <laughs> Imagine if a stranger just suddenly came up to you and was like being way too familiar with you. Don't do that to people just because they're famous is what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there's definitely a line that can be crossed and it is very easy to do so.
1: Mhm. Got got to check yourself. Don't look up voice actors phone numbers. It's bad. Don't do it. I've seen that. I've seen that recently too. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Texting, that's... texting the personal numbers of a of a celebrity that you found online. Bad. But
0: yeah, I, I don't fucking people do that. But <laughs> clearly, it happens. It do. No
1: but yeah, that's that's fantasy. I don't know if you had anything else on that. So Juggalo love song. Uh huh. I wrote three words about this track, but I had all that to say about it because I was able to extrapolate.
0: <laughs> yeah, I honestly didn't have really anything else. It's it's a cool song that I will give more uh, more more props play because I actually liked it. Good. So, I think we are able to move on now to track nine.
1: Who oh am I? is a good like throwback jam for sure
0: like this it's it's a good tempo Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it is just like it's a bit nostalgic oh yeah I, i feel like this weird fusion of like a 90s grungy sound but with like a 70s rock okay i i can i can i can get that it's uh, most of the grungy stuff is in like the vocals and that kind of stuff that just the, the way that they're doing the Madrox thing. Yeah, the way that they <laughs> sing stuff. They got they got a lot of that going on, but it is a good track. I I really like this track.
0: This this is the one that you said, uh, if if our cover band ever <laughs> did a yeah. track from this
1: album, if, if you're going to try to convince one. anybody to, uh, to con- <laughs> convince them to do any of these tracks, it would probably be this one.
0: So, so everybody listening, go to uh, <laughs> go to our Instagram and just comment on there for us to do a twisted song. <laughs> and, oh, so you know, whenever
1: whenever we link up again, we'll <laughs> we'll get right on it. Fantasy. Anyways, go on. Fantasy was produced by Fritz the Cat and mixed by Violent J, aka Doctor Punch. Okay, so that does can I, I I don't think that Doctor Punch has been mentioned before, or maybe he has. Well, but- he was mentioned on Stardust because he also mixed that one. Okay, but I'm saying, like, (laughs) I I feel like Dr. Punch
0: might have been mentioned on a prior album, but I can't remember for sure. But okay, so Violent J for sure is Dr. Punch. That is something that we will need to keep in mind in the future.
1: This one, uh, Who Am I, is uh, produced by Fritz the Cat, all guitars by Fritz the Cat, drums once again, Def Jeff, and mixed by Fritz and Twisted. Okay. So it sounds like the things that are mixed. better
0: are the ones that aren't just fritz
1: damn i'm not i'm being
0: completely honest like familiar sounded good this one sounds pretty good it's because he wasn't alone doing
1: it (laughs) like sorry he needed a second opinion i think it's just the uh the sound of it I think it's because they were like, yo, you have the wrong knobs turn. I, I think it's literally just, like, <laughs> the the ones that are mixed well are just not, like, thrash things made to sound trashy. Like, it's just the way it is.
0: <laughs> Fine. Fine. But this this is straight up just a rockin' track. Yeah. It's also, like, that chorus. Like... I, Go on. I'm, t- I'm trying to get my. I'm trying to get my thoughts. We'll give you time. It is. It it is like. It's not profound to say, but like, a lot of times you're like, oh man, the world is is saying like so much bad shit. Like, why should I still be around and all this? And most of the time, when you hear a song like this, they're like, no, nah, man, you got this. Like, you can pull through, and <laughs> and they're just like. What makes me any different from the other people that are telling you, like, like <laughs> no, fuck you. Like, what is going to make you take my word different than anybody else's? So, like, what is the point of me saying that, no, you can you can do this? It, I don't know. It just oh, yeah. makes it seem like no matter what they say, it'll be futile. But they're
1: having fun singing
0: it, exactly. And actually, monoxide doesn't sound bad on this one.
1: No, this is good I, overall.
0: I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind this one for him until he has to get a little bit higher. But he,
1: he's got a good voice for this track. So no, this is a good one. Who, who am I? Solid. That's the. Um, that is the power in writing for the person who needs to sing the thing. You. Cannot write for the per- for some other person and then hand it to somebody that's not written for it. <laughs> does not work <laughs> there's I mean, yeah. there's a whole lot to to writing songs. I actually watched a video on somebody um and how they wrote uh they were writing a track in the style of a specific like show to they they were writing a track for an intro to a video about a show and they they were writing this in the style of that show's music. <laughs> And one of the okay. things of it was uh, the writer of the original music tended to have their vocalist kind of... They, they, they like to push the range of that vocalist. So whenever he was picking a, a vocalist for it, he was like, yeah, you know, I, I gave a listen to her stuff. And then I said, like, OK, let's see if I can write something that will kind of have her push the, that in, this, in a similar way. And then he's like, but then she nailed it perfectly. But whatever, it still sounded good. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, um, if anybody's not familiar with the uh,
0: The YouTube uh, 10 Second Songs I believe is, is oh yeah what he is um, he will take a song a lot of times it's a popular track and he will do it in X amount of styles yes so he will change up how the instrumental is and like his voice like to sing along with it in the style that he's choosing and then I think like for his Patreon he does like People were vote on like what's the best version within that song, and then he does the full track
1: as that. Nice.
0: It is very very cool to see like how he's analyzed like particular tropes about certain artists, <laughs> and then apply it to those songs. Mm-hmm. Like he did one for it was it was never gonna give you up by Rick Astley. Of course. And I believe the one that was chosen. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the one I that was remember. chosen was in the style was in the style of corn. Oh,
1: hmm. good times.
0: That is a cool thing to hear. He did um, "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish, and it was in the style of Breaking Benjamin. Nice. So me, who's only heard a little bit of that song "Bad Guy," I go and I listen to this song that's in the style of Breaking Benjamin, and I'm like. Wow, he fucking got that on point.
1: (laughs) How did he just get Breaking Benjamin to show up and record a cover of Bad Guy? He has a very good ear for what makes a musician who they are. Like, like what makes their style that. It
0: is is phenomenal. And so, yeah, I mean... it's, It's cool whenever you can apply that. But... I don't really know where I was going with that. It's just for some reason that came up with just based on what you were saying. Yeah. But Who Am I is a good track for both Jamie and Paul. Yeah. And I think that that's maybe it's just like a comfort zone thing that Paul was able to stick with. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, like
1: it wasn't a whole lot of heavy like belting for him. Maybe he can't do it. Maybe, maybe what happened at some point was that Jamie was looking to get like some guest vocals on some of these, but they just fell through. And maybe this was a track know. that he actually wrote with Monoxide
0: in mind. I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing anything about like guest verses being, or guest artists rather, being a part of
1: this album. Actually, I think that's what it is. Ooh, okay. So, let's go all the way back to Familiar real quick. Okay. Written by Jamie Madrox. Who am I? Written by Twisted. Okay. Yeah.
0: I forgot that that Familiar was exclusively written by Jamie on that one. By Jamie. By Jamie Madrox. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That
1: that could be a factor in it. Jamie
0: Jamie actually let Monoxide listen to the song (laughs) to write.
1: Maybe that's it. It it could be that, or it could just be, you know, it just so happens that this one fell into his range. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I guess so. Track 10, The The truth Truth, will set you free court TV and that guy's no as
3: hell. Mom, mom, I I was she was saying he's guilty.
2: just not. 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 Not,
3: not, not, not guilty. They'll probably tell you he's a drunken asshole and say it with such conviction you believe him and I know. I said listen to all the little drama All of who's baby mama Who's addicted to blah 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 Who gives a fuck it's probably all a big lie A way to get the people talking And walking and get in line A way to keep the name going But sometimes it backfires And then everybody but you Is nothing more than a liar You are your lawyers And I watch and read about it for weeks While the media transforms and things deep And you believe the media so much That your opinion it's now a fact, regardless of what they told us. The jury's back, and everybody's on the edge of their seat. They read the verdict and it says not guilty. And you expect that we believe in what you say when everything that you've been saying is nothing more than a fake. The Truth will set you free.
2: It's all false to me. Things ain't always what they seem to be. The truth will set you free. Take a look free. around, look on the face. They as confused as me. The truth will set you free. It's all false to me. Things ain't always what they seem to be. The truth will set you free. Take a so
1: maybe you heard at the very beginning of that verse um that jamie madrox was once again going off on what the fuck ever (laughs) seriously can i have can i have one
0: one fucking song on this album that has obviously a clear starting point (laughs)
1: that has follow through. past we, verse 1. We we have the first verse. We've got monoxide talking about presumably like celebrities in court is what it sounds like he's talking about specifically cuz it sounds like you know people trying to boost their profile with uh you know controversies and legal controversies and such and you know a big thing happens, they get found not guilty, they have all of this publicity and they also don't have any jail time. And that's that. And cool, whatever. Then Jamie in his verse, he's kind of talking about like, you know, like drugs and stuff and kind of living in like a like you know living in a haze and not being able to discern truth and reality and all that stuff, and he's- cl- he's kind of almost close to it in a way. And then the last two verses, who the fuck knows what they're talking about? What the fuck? <laughs> it's
0: it's very very frustrating. Like I'm I know, I know that I sound like a broken record at this point. I can't help it. I really can't. I fucking can't. As somebody who really really likes Twisted, this is pissing me off. <laughs> like well, like was 05 just not a great time to to establish good storytelling (laughs) like i'm sorry i need i need one or the other either give me a give me a story or give me just a general concept don't don't be wishy-washy and try to you know (laughs) shoehorn both because it doesn't fucking work
1: so there are there are a couple varieties of wake up sheeple people like the people (laughs) who the people who say that there's a couple varieties of them right You have your Alex Joneses who are just grifters who are trying to sell you something and make a shit ton of money off of you being afraid of everything. Twisted, though. Twisted. Fall under what I will call the Jesse Ventura ones. Where (laughs) they're kind of dumb. But generally, they're kind of well-meaning, too. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they kind of, like, like... I don't think they're trying to grift people. I think they believe in whatever they're saying. And they think it's bad and that it needs fixed. (laughs) And sometimes they're right about that. But other times they're just dumb. (laughs) I bring this up because I was just reminded of a conversation, a, a short back and forth that I had with some people regarding Jesse the Body Ventura and some of the cool things that he has done here and there because he's he's an interesting fellow. (laughs) He he dives into a lot of conspiracy stuff here and there. Um, One of which that somebody brought up where I was like, yeah, you know, big ups to him for being on the, on the right side of history with the whole trying to start a wrestling union before he was ratted out by Hulk Hogan. (laughs) But then there's the rest of his career where it's just like, Ooh boy. But somebody was like, doesn't he also believe that the government's trying to control the weather? And then I was like, Give me a moment. Did a quick Google because I'm like, I'm pretty sure that that's actually a real thing that the government literally tried to do. And yes, uh, you can actually just find the actual declassified stuff about that. Like The government has openly tried to like find ways to control weather for uh, purposes of either agriculture or counter-agriculture to the people that we don't want to live anymore. <laughs> it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Also so, favorable yeah, conditions works. for invasions. We're, we're 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 also trying to
0: darken the sun is that another right. thing that's yeah. going on right now
1: that has been brought up for like every year for the last like <laughs> 15 years or some shit <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird thing about conspiracies if it's incredibly dumb it's actually probably been tried it's just not quite as like if it's incredibly stupid, it's probably been tried, but it was also probably a horrific failure that doesn't work. <laughs> or, you know, too dangerous to do. But they tried it anyway. What's what? What are what are like the best conspiracy theories? Uh, you, you want real ones or.
0: what? like like in your opinion. What the best are some conspiracy cons-
1: theories? Like, what are,
0: like, what are, whether, whether you, whether you actually think that there's any fact to them or not, like, what are the ones that you're like, you know what? That's an interesting one. A uh, fluoridated water
1: hila- is hilarious to me, just as a joke. That's always fun to go back to. What is it again? Uh, the, the the fluoridation of water. Oh, okay. <laughs> Turn on the freaking frogs game, man. Uh, there's <laughs> 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 that. I mean, MK Ultra was interesting on, in its own way. Uh, which one was MK Ultra? The giving people psychedelics to try and do whatever. I think that was the one. I think it was a, a, a. I can't. I can't remember what all of them are. Like there's there's a whole bunch of stuff. It's like, what if we gave LSD to soldiers? Can we create super soldiers like this? Can we mind control people with stuff? I think that was the MK Ultra one, was mind controlling with uh like LSD and psychedelics and stuff. I don't remember. See, I don't, I don't really know many like conspiracy theories.
0: I know like urban legends and stuff like that. I love urban legends. Conspiracy theories are on, but, but, but conspiracy theories are on a whole other level. And like, aside from like Area 51. Uh, I forgot about Area
1: 51 for some reason.
0: Which, which is like the most in your face conspiracy theory (laughs) that like, it's like, oh yeah, everybody knows that it exists. But the government's never going to say it because if they do then people will fucking panic. <laughs> like you know? Yeah. And and fucking uh shit. Lose
1: change. Like well yeah. That's you got three, three or four fucking movies about it. Made by some like college kids and stuff, and that's just like engineers the world around are just like, no, that's not how any of that works. <laughs> <laughs> compelling stuff to just watch but a lot of it is like you can't take it to heart yeah i mean like here's the thing if you want to say that our government orchestrated an attack on us you know i can buy that (laughs) yeah if you want to say like like if if you want to say like any part of it was like faked or whatever it's like no no (laughs) like it was a missile not a plane like shut up (laughs) That's stupid.
0: It's just I mean, stupid. But 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 you got to open your eyes, man. Shut Wake up. up, sheeple. God, get on my
1: level. I'm woke. White people should have never been allowed to say that, including me. I don't care. Like it should have never, ever been introduced into the lexicon it's it's okay just
0: i understand you're a bit mad you're a little salty you just need to calm down just take a breath here
1: get, get your respirator i'm not even gonna click it i'm not even gonna let you have that <laughs> <laughs> rude this is track number 11 respirator
3: I'm trying to balance my soul Instead I keep dividing it And hiding it from people Who want to provoke my bad side And keep it all from bubbling over Into a landslide I'm medicated Just hoping that it'll fly by But sometimes I need to take a breath And I'll be
1: alright right. all night Because all of this is getting to me I know you probably want to hit me But breathe with me you stop and just take a breath. Yo, they They looked at all of these other tracks all right. And they said, "What what can we do with the knowledge that we have gained over the rest of this album?" And Monoxide just looked at Jamie. He was like, "Look, man, I know. You really you really want me to try singing on stuff. But I'm just going to tell you, man, it is it's not my strength. I just don't I don't quite have that in me. I know you do, and I I love that about you, Jamie. It's great. You got the heart, and you got got the ability. I think you can carry that part. I believe in you. But you just gotta let me rap, man. And he did. He did let monoxide rap. And it fucking worked.
0: Now, as a light counter to that... Monoxide does sing a little bit in the, uh, <laughs> in the second verse, and he does it well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I actually think that he pretty much hits, hits the nail on
1: the head <laughs> for his small part. <laughs> um, That's the thing. They minimize it. You minimize yeah, exactly. it, They, it. they like min maxed the song. <laughs> small, small doses, small doses. This is thrash.
0: This, no, it's this, not. This, this is not thrash. What this the hell not thrash is, the hell the is course, wrong?
1: The course, not thrash. No, what's what? Is I don't it? think you know what thrash is, and I'm, I'm going to introduce you to is. some thrash after this. Okay,
0: it's ska, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I knew it. Ska to network. Get on. Get on. Covering twisted. Ah, <laughs> uh, this this song. Oh man, this is good. This it is, is good. one of the more solid tracks that we've come across here and i i don't i don't have bad things really for it (laughs) i i want to point out negatives and i can't i can't and honestly one of my favorite twisted
1: mike wants to hate this song that you made i want to find more reasons he's so sick of you i want to find reasons guts
0: to be critical
1: but this song is too good and
0: (laughs) The song is too good, but I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite parts about it is the ending breakdown, like at the very Mm -hmm. end where the track it's, it's like, you think the track is done Mm -hmm. and then there's just this cool ass, like drum beat that's going (laughs) and, and they just, uh, they have a, a small part that they sing towards the end. It just sounds fucking cool as hell. Yeah. And unfortunately... It is cut later on, and to this day I'm still mad about that, but we'll talk about that later on. This track is just – it's oh, its fucking good. There's cool, like, dynamic changes between the verse and the chorus. Like, it's obviously faster in the, in the verse, or it's in, like, double time. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the, the song changes up so much that it keeps it interesting. It's very well done.
1: Yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, Basically, you know, people people need some fucking breathing room, y'all. On every front.
0: (laughs) And I was telling you, like, I know that you're 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 mad. You probably want to hit me. Just 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 breathe. Just breathe with me. No. No. But if you don't breathe, then then you will you will die. Well, that's life, I mean, and that's death. i mean and, and and I mean, who am I to tell you to hold on when you wanna let go
1: <laughs> this is track number twelve uh triple threat,
0: triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> You also need to play at least uh, the first part of the second verse. Shame smoking okay.
3: and heartbroken, I'm focused. Brain blowing, I stop showing, I'm hopeless. Hero is my new name, and I'm the dopest. Shit, yeah, be shouting, you I've shot shouting your veins and toast and you notice. Know no remote, so don't try to control this. Haywire put me on the screen and I exploded. One, two, three, two, three. Worldwide threat. Fuck with us, we'll have your girlfriend act. It's the optimal.
2: i line. When engaged, you don't to free your mind. Before Pippa was on, so we was on the grind between fame and power, so deadline. Z has been
1: Had to let that second verse play a little bit yeah. here's, here's something from Our pal Colton Grundy Yeah Blaze, Yeah dead homie This oh. Hey Mike Yes sir uh, Truth will set you free and respirator were uh, Produced by Fritz the cat uh, Mixed by Fritz and Twisted each of them uh, And then of course Fritz doing guitars And Def Jeff still on the drums Mm-hmm. Who do you reckon produced this track? I'm either gonna say Fritz or Lavelle. Lavelle would be the one. Okay. And also, this still has Fritz, uh, guitarist by Fritz, and mixed by Fritz and Twisted. Oh yeah, there's like little. No, that's pretty rad. Burm, burm. I, I like that there are <laughs> instrumental uh, credits in these in this one.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think they continue that in in later albums, so Goody. we'll be able to look more into it. I love this track. This is like if if I'm ever going to throw. And this is the first actual instance of of them being called triple threat uh, oh. of Twisted and Blaze together. Anytime that you see them together like on later stuff, they will f- constantly refer to themselves as triple threat. Oh. Um like on their next official album, I think that It's mentioned in the middle of the song. Like, they don't go, they don't say, like, triple threat. It's, like, it's still twisted, and then, oh, Blaze is on this track, and they mention the word. (laughs) But this track is fucking amazing. It's really good. Funny enough, there is a music video for this song. Yes. It was made seven years after the song was. Jesus Christ. It came out in 2012. (laughs) <laughs> I don't fucking hell? know why <laughs> good god and it wasn't it wasn't that it was recorded in 05 and then didn't see the light of day until then. No, it. no they produced was literally, it in that year <laughs> <laughs> and it only legit it was it was one of the cheapest ones that they ever did because it was literally them with like a fucking like plain ass video camera and them just recording like around the city or whatever and most of it I think is in black and white uh everybody has incredible verses on this. Like, I don't think that anybody, like, vastly overshoots compared to the other people. There was that little part. I don't know if you guys can hear it on on the, the playback, but there's a little weird thing. And I don't know if it's just on my copy or if it's a thing that's common throughout all of them. Does anybody else have their audio cut slightly at the end of madrox's first verse from the right side because it bothers me to no fucking in and i can never tell if it is just part of the song or if my copy was fucked up or whatever but it mm, i hate it i hate it
1: yeah if it turns and out that w- it's just your copy then i mean that could be worth something
0: that could be worth something <laughs> could be the Jamie Madrox audio fuck up, <laughs> rare rare audio, three hundred bucks oh. on that. And I only have one more thing to say. Yeah. Um. Props to Blaze for uh, during his final verse at the end, where they're doing a lot of trade offs. Um, for the uh, the name drop of Shane Douglas. For for those that don't know Shane Douglas. Was a professional wrestler, wrestled uh, primarily in ECW, but also wrestled for WCW and WWF. Hmm. Notably, uh, as the franchise, uh, he is from New Brighton, Pennsylvania, um, either New Brighton or, or Beaver Falls. He's very close to the area. Oh. So he's in our county. Interesting. And, um, yeah, so he is, he is a name <laughs> in the, in the area and, uh. His his finishing move is is the Pittsburgh plunge, which I think I could be wrong, but I think it's basically just a death a death valley driver.
1: I mean that's pretty cool.
0: <laughs> so I could be wrong, but yeah, you know what? Fuck Shane Douglas. We the
1: franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> He's also a teacher. So oh nice. Huh. Yeah, like he a was... like a regular teacher or like a
0: wrestling teacher. Like a teacher teacher. Nice. My st- my stepdad actually like. Had him as a, as a substitute teacher before. <laughs> so nice, yeah, cool, cool shit. Hmm. You got anything else?
1: I, I took all, a lot. Uh, of I sometimes. I really just said this track rules. That's about all I had. But uh, it, it, is, it is good to hear that we have uh, multiple local wrestling icons, like Dominic Dinucci. <laughs>
0: yeah, Dominic
1: DeNucci. <laughs> what a nice guy. Real, real good. What dude. a nice guy. So, yeah, Triple Threat. Fucking awesome ass So glad I got to see him in action. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> I did. I got to see him throw punches at the age of 80 something, whatever he is now. <laughs> so, yeah, track number 13. Starve Your Fear.
2: Suddenly, they turned around, got on their knees. As if they were ordered to Personally, I was standing there saying uh, They're not going to shoot they, they can't do that it's, You know, if they're going to shoot, it's going to be blank Uplifting, uprooting the veins of the trees So many branches with it and dying So slowly and only confused
3: fear
1: not a whole lot uh i don't have a lot for these last couple of tracks in general but uh you know f- fear is uh is bad sometimes uh it can stop you from uh living your life effectively uh it can also stop you from ending your life early so i mean it is it's a good healthy balance to to strike i think you know fear is necessary in the world <laughs> There's a there, there's a conflation of fear with respect, and I believe it's an accurate conflation. Uh, you know, you you respect the power of a thing over you, and because of that, you don't test it. <laughs> hmm. Some people call that fear. <laughs> you know. Okay. There, there, so there's a big dis- debate that I've I've heard people have before about if uh, fearing sharks is a uh, is is like a uh, reasonable phobia to have. Because like, here's the thing: in your everyday life, you're not gonna come across a shark really. But if you're in the shark's domain, you're correct to fear a shark. If there's a shark mm. near you and you're in its place, it's pretty reasonable to have that fear. That's oh, that's sure. respecting the power of the shark over you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that resonates with me because I fucking love sharks, <laughs> and yet like, but if I'm you were also... around one, you'd be <laughs> like, mm. I don't. Also...
1: I don't know about this.
0: <laughs> like, like I will go to an aquarium and be like, "Yo, those sharks are fucking cool." I'm gonna please pet do not this drop me. One. <laughs> P- please, please do not drop me in the tank full of the sharks. <laughs> you ever pet for a? I cannot swim. Did you, did you ever <laughs> b?
1: Uh, you ever pet a shark in one of the little pools?
0: Shark? No, I mean I've I've pet the stingrays. Okay. I never pet one of those sharks. What, one of the I'm ones that I've
1: seen. been to, they they had the stingrays, and they also had a little sharky, some kind of sharks in the tanks with the stingrays that they just kind of hang out. Probably would have been like a bonnet head. I would. guess. I think so. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay.
0: I just found out literally earlier today that bonnet heads uh, eat like veggies. Oh, <laughs> like they're really? they're actually like they're they're not carnivorous. Huh. If, I, if I saw this correctly, I just noticed that, and I'm like, whoa, that's <laughs> fucking cool. And bonnet heads are cute as hell. They're like, they're like, they're, they're hammerhead sharks, but they're, 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 they're curvy heads. They're they're cute. (laughs) But yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I was honestly having like trouble, I was having trouble pinpointing like what this track was about.
1: I don't know if the verses are about that, but I know that that's what they're saying in the hook. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly and my other note was the hook is cool
1: <laughs> like yeah
0: it's also like oh hey they put like guitars in the hook <laughs> yeah. but, like the rest of the, tra- the the track has like a cool baseline to it mm-hmm. that's prominent throughout but they don't actually bust out those guitars until the hook and I mean for that like it does stand out but there's not much else that keeps me in, like enthralled in the rest of the, the song yeah. So, yeah. I I think. I mean, obviously, this is one of the "quote unquote" rock tracks, but because of that, it's a bit on the the lower
1: end. We're in we're in the end of the or coming towards the end of the album, and this one's just kind of like a uh, it's here. <laughs> yeah. This uh, also was this this was like written weirdly in the credits because uh, production by Fritz, guitars by Fritz additional production by twisted on a separate line for whatever reason and uh mixed by violent j aka dr punch hmm okay that's it do you have anything right. else for Starby fear i don't all right up next track 14 mannequin the
3: time is now the, time. the city the realm of the mind one desire me. for companionship catches the glance of three different men, all seeking affection all seek for the strange and cold embrace of
2: some shoes and some brand new shorts and took a minute to relax over some snacks in the food court i was halfway finished with my value meal when i spotted this little cutie with some sex appeal i winked at her she gave me a look like i'm a booker i thought bitch i'd rather spend my money on a hooker than a bright idea ran across my mind if i could swipe a mannequin i'd have a freak all the time no listening to her lip no putting up with her shit no having to rack the food the way them bitches get so i hit in the clothes rack at frederick's a holler Till they closed and then it was all good I snatched this little fine ass strawberry blonde With her ass jutted out with nothing but some sale panties on Alarms rang out, I ran to the ride And stuffed my new lifeless sex friend quickly inside
3: Oh Mate, my who's,
0: God. who's that? That was on the chorus and also singing a
1: bit right there. Uh, I just heard a little bit of Violent J, aka Dr. Punch.
0: What? On, so... <laughs> Is this a Juggalo love song? Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Okay, I, I was just confirming this with you. <laughs> of course, the juggalo of this show. I need to, I'm learning here. My oh, God. I do want to point out that because Jay's on here, um, his verse isn't as good as the one that we had from Get Ready on the last album. Hmm.
1: But this is still better than So High. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's an easy one. <laughs> this track overall is actually really good. I like it. Um, everyone's, everyone's talking about the thing. It's, yeah. They had a concept and they stuck. That's the thing. This, there's really no way to like ignore what the song is about here. Mm -hmm. Like in a lot of the ones where they, where, where let's, let's be honest, where Jamie just decides to go off on his own and gets lost in the fucking woods somewhere. It's because (laughs) they're talking about like a, a, an intangible concept. But in this one, they're like. This song is about being in love with a fucking mannequin, Jamie. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, cool, cool.
0: And Paul was like, okay, make your verse first (laughs) so that we have the groundwork. Because if I do it first, you're just going to go off on a tangent. You'll find a way.
1: Whenever they did, the truth will set you free. They're like, okay, this song is called (laughs) The Truth Will Set You Free. He's like, got it and like no no Jamie you don't understand no he's like no I got it I understand I, I can hear the title I know what you mean they're like all right Jamie and then Jamie goes into into the the
0: uh like big-ass like office thing he's the got time chamber look, yeah to look through all of the verses that he had pre-written <laughs> before and he says
1: um, listen,
0: truth will give you bees all right we'll use this one that I had written before him <laughs>
1: But in this one, it's like, yeah, this is about, they gave him the plot is the thing. Like, it's not like a, uh, it's not like a, this is just a general song about like, what's real and what's not, what, what is the truth? Like that, you could go anywhere with that. But in this one, it's like, here is the thing that we're, here is the story that we're speaking of. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. And you know what, this, this song's really good. It is. It's pretty cool. It's just good. This is this is actually kind of this is closer to being an ICP song than most others. I I would actually agree, which I which
0: is well, why I, would I hope like that the you fact would. That, <laughs> well, I'm saying like yeah. I like the fact that Jay is on this one because <laughs> his verse sounds like if this was an ICP song, like yeah, clearly he's like, oh yeah, I can make something like this. This is literally <laughs> like, something that they would write about.
1: It's something that they almost probably like, have written about.
0: <laughs> like, like Violent J has made a song about being in love with a a barrel of toxic waste before. Yeah. I'm sure he could manage <laughs> being in love with a mannequin. That's it. Yeah, I I have nothing bad for this one. I don't have much more to say on this, but no, it's it's a solid song. It's a bit random for this album, but it's
1: good. Like, yeah. it's just a fun song. Production by Fritz. Oh, yeah. Uh, mixed by Violin J, a.k.a. Dr. Punch. Additional vocals by Lavelle, somewhere in there. I believe that that is him at the end.
0: Okay, um, I can't remember then. Toward, um, after like, the final chorus, uh, there's somebody going, um, Wanna touch her? She's ah. in my dreams. Okay. Um, which I originally thought was actually Violent J, so <laughs> apparently I'm wrong. Well, there you have it. But, yeah. That's it and for me and for me. This is this is the final track. We're, we made we're at the end.
1: Yeah. Track number this 15 is track 15. Note to self. kind of track we got like this this mellow heavy sound like Mm -hmm. I really love bands that pull that off like I've heard it a whole lot where like you'll have a band where they drop into like what would be a breakdown but they've basically rolled back all the gain on their guitars to like a very soft kind of thing it's just this wall of sound but not like super crunchy, distorted, it's just washing over you. And they pull it off pretty well on this, sort of. Do you have examples of that? Uh, there was a band, there's a local band that I uh, saw once that did that. Uh, what the fuck was their name? Uh, it's been a minute since I've seen it. Um, well, there's also uh, Ludo on was on Broken Bride. Was it on the song Broken Bride? Probably. They have a really interesting section of a of a track where they have that kind of thing where it It's just that, like, the sound of it, it's, like, they'll play a riff where, like, you would expect them to, like, crunch the shit out of it and just, like, slam on it, but it's not that. It, it's It's just an interesting sound to it. And this, like, literally, they have it on here. Like, the guitars in it are really, like, clean sounding, mm-hmm. but the language of the, like, the rhythm section and all that stuff is saying, like, this is going, like... <laughs> You know what I mean? I think I get what you're saying.
0: This track I mean for for being the final track on this record does it have like that sense of like
1: the idea of like a big finish to you? No, this sounds like a um like a mid track, like like a, like a mid album uh fucking incubus hit actually (laughs) (laughs) i i genuinely like this song a lot
0: it's i really do but and and we haven't we haven't done this much recently but if if we could have like switched placement of tracks i have one song like instantly that i'm switching this with and that's respirator yeah probably that's 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 a pretty easy one to close with. All all because of the breakdown ending for that song. Mm-hmm. Like it's it sounds so cool, and if the if the album ended with that, I think it would have been like perfect.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I would almost actually put this song closer to the beginning of the album. That's just me.
0: I'm trying to think. Okay, so if we had based on what else was here, rock wise we're switching out
1: um I mean I would um, definitely put respirator as the closer. I just yeah. mean this this one I would I would have probably sequenced it closer to the beginning of it. I don't it's just the feeling that I get of it. Put it put it after switch it with fuck you part 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it.
0: <laughs> no, this This track is cool, and it does have a... It does do a really, really cool thing towards the end where you think that the song is done. Um, Mm -hmm. And then there's a a really cool drum fill that brings it all back and and does the chorus again.
1: They got a lot of fake-out endings in this.
0: (laughs) They do. They do. Um, Just... Respirator's a better one. Yeah. I I don't have much more to say on this one, because... The the concept for it on its own is a little bit vague, but for, from what I've gathered, it's kind of just like you think that no matter what you do, like you're set after this life is done, just because you know you you have a an idea of success that can put you in a better place after. And that's not necessarily the case. Like it, we hear it right in the first verse is you know, you you can't buy your way into heaven because you're a shitty person, yeah. but you think that you're still going to obtain something greater at the end. Again, yeah. vagueness, <laughs> which in a rock song is a little bit. Uh, can I say justified? I mean, they or it at least like. <laughs> yeah like it's... i i can i can look i can i can give that an a a a turn um
1: well it's the hook that brings you back
0: exactly <laughs> they they have not told me any
1: lies there do you have anything else no just the it's just a really interesting feeling song like just it it is probably the most unique rock track on the whole fucking album like here's the thing most of the other ones on here, I can listen to it and say, I feel like I've probably heard this somewhere before. Like, this is this is derivative of something. Mm-hmm. This one is one where I have a bit of a harder time. Yeah, I, I said Incubus as just kind of a throwout thing because Incubus always just did weird shit in general. Um, yeah, but like,
0: what was the inspiration for this song? Like, yeah. who did they look at and be like, "Oh, we could probably make a song." If I was like if I was that. gonna pull
1: a direct one, I really don't have one that I can direct one to one this. Um, yeah, and I and I can't connect it to something that I've definitely heard. Like, I can't even connect it to the impression that I've heard it before, so to speak. Like, mm-hmm. this sounds not necessarily that it was made like like that it was developed wholesale, but it seems like it's. It's fresh enough and not as, um, I guess, rote in a way. Like some of the other ones, feel like, like, yeah, this is that kind of song. Mm
3: -hmm. That's
1: it. Like, I, I can listen to it. I can be like, yeah, this is one of those tracks. This one, I don't have a those tracks to say that it is. This, this is a twisted original. Like I said, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very clearly got inspired sounds. It's just, mm-hmm. I can't directly compare it to something as easily. Makes sense. But yeah, and you, like, yeah, the the lyrics of it and stuff are just a whole thing of like, is, you know, as, as they mentioned, people living to die. Like, you know, you don't actually, you're not, you're not striving for a thing. You just kind of keep it afloat until you just, keel the fuck over and that sucks
0: (laughs) and a lot of people are going through
1: life that way yeah wake up sheeple That's because they don't have the hustle mentality there's absolutely no extenuating circumstances to anything going on in somebody's life (laughs) I can't think of a single thing that would keep a person from just being rich why don't they just stop being poor what the fuck just buy more money. Exactly. It's just <laughs> one banana, Michael. Just in, What could it cost? $10? Ten dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just invest in Dogecoin. It just hit one cent.
1: Oh my god. Were you talking <laughs> to Dustin? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no, I just saw somebody mention it. I think, I think it was Amazing I, Juckle Buddies posted about it. <laughs> I brought that up
1: to Dustin today.
3: <laughs>
1: how no, the I fuck does that happen Jesus Christ who the fuck <laughs> talks about fucking dogecoin <laughs> Christ almighty how did both of us do that this morning I don't, I don't understand cryptocurrency so I stay away
0: from it Jesus Christ
1: anyway that's but, Mutant volume 2 yeah that's Mutant
0: we did it this, this is alright as, as somebody who again this is one of my first twisted albums If I was comparing this with Man's Myth and Freak Show. I didn't get great albums to start off (laughs) with Twisted. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people argue
1: easily about about Freak Show. I mean, this this one won't necessarily give you like. This one isn't like a clear picture of Twisted. No, but I think it's a good image of Twisted. (laughs) I think this is a good album to be like. It, it won't give somebody the idea of what they're going to get out of listening to another Twisted album But I think this would be an album where somebody would be like You know, I think I could possibly listen to more of this Yeah, And then they'd listen like, to the other stuff And then it's a toss-up on whether or not they like what Twisted actually sounds like most of the time
0: Because, I mean, God, <laughs> think about this How much murder is on this album?
1: Not a lot Almost none Yeah. Almost none there is almost no, like... No, like, straight-up explicit, no, we're-talking-about-murder-all-the-time-here thing. Like, almost no misogyny. Like, this is...
0: I don't want to say watered down, but, like, <laughs> it is a, a more cleaned-up... They dialed it back a little for bit. ...for subject matter <laughs> record compared to other Twisted stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My issue comes in the fact that we had two albums back-to-back when I really think that we could have had one. We could have had one pretty damn good album. If we can, if we just. And it would have just been together. It it would have been mutant with story of our lives (laughs) and bonus flavor and off the chain just because I really like that song. Uh, But I mean, legitimately, I really do think that you could have taken the tracks that were the standouts on this one and the tracks that were staying out on Man's Myth. Now there's probably I'd say, I'd say it'd be about one third of Man's Myth and two thirds this. I think those would be the ones that you'd put together. So if it was like, what a twist to come out with in two thousand five. Here's my mix CD of the two tr- albums that they did. That's the best stuff. Yeah. There you go. So were they just like, oh, we j- we made so many fucking songs. Let's just make two albums. Probably. I don't think that, that was the case. I think they legitimately went for, like, we're going to do two albums. Hmm. But I think maybe they shouldn't have put them so close together. Possibly. I mean, releasing releasing two projects a month apart is a very bold risk, you're, especially with the demographic that,
1: you yeah, know, it Yeah, it's you're, very you're much a – they're, they're very much competing with themselves then.
0: <laughs> you don't want to yeah. do that. And I mean, psychopathic already did that back in 2000 with bizarre, bizarre, and freak show. It's doing a it nonstop. <laughs> it is. It is not a smart idea, in my honest opinion. Now, yeah. I don't know how well these sold at the time. I can see, you know, what the numbers were on Billboard or whatever, right? Um, but I don't think that these were as high as stuff like freak show. Freak show at this point, I think, was their highest charting. Really. And. I believe, and I think that would—I think it hit like 57 on the top 200. Damn. Um. Like I still think it, that this was higher than Green Book. Damn. But again, 2005 was the—it's it, the height right before the fall of this is the Family era. We are like everybody on Psychopathic is putting shit out. Project after project after project is going to be exciting, but also it's it's harming how many people are able to actually get the stuff, you know, right then and there.
1: Yeah. Also, like, uh, f- I didn't uh, freak show and Green Book were were one spot off on Billboard. Fifty one and fifty two. Really? Yeah. Freak show was at 51. Oh Green Book was fifty two. Oh, wow. OK. Interesting. Interesting. Thought, what? I thought that was 57. I, don't,
0: I know there's something that was 57, but anyways. Heinz. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's the Pittsburgh in you. Anyways, shut up. This is still, despite that, a fairly solid album. It's good. Now, as I mentioned before, this album did get re released. Mm-hmm. It got re released in 2000 and I think 2016. Uh, as a remixed and remastered version. The story goes, twisted after leaving and starting Magic Ninja Entertainment, they did perform some stuff, like they performed a few times, like The Gathering and whatnot. But in order to do so, they requested masters Mm -hmm. of some of their prior albums. Supposedly, this was one of them which is why they were able to re-release it under their label. They took all of the tracks, gave them new coats of paint. So it's not that they just sound better. They have entirely different instrumentals. Oh. Much of them sound vastly different than the originals. Interesting. Like, you'll you'll forget about it, but Respirator sounds nothing like the one that's on here. <laughs> uh, Familiar is very trippy sounding. Like, but not just the tracks that were rock ones. Everything is rock at that point. So hearing hearing rock triple threat is cool. Interesting. It's actually pretty cool. Like, I can't wait until we get there, but part of me was like, are we going to talk about that? And it's like, yeah, it sounds completely different. So we'll have to, you know, we'll have to do that. We are going to cover these remixes like further on down the line, but that's that's just something that I wanted to point out. Is you know we will talk about it then, and I think that the remastered version, the the re-release essentially, I think that that kind of made people appreciate this one more because.
1: It reminded people that it existed. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say because all of the remixes are so bad, everybody just wanted to hear the originals. On on a but but
0: legitimately like on a sound like quality level, I mean the new mixes sound like a night and day difference. It sounds yeah. so fucking
1: clean. Obviously, yes,
0: they have really good equipment now, but I mean they, I think they had a better hand in actually, like fixing it to their
1: liking. Experience, equipment, time, all of that stuff. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so that's just something that I wanted to point out. Is is there anything that you would like to say in the closing of of Mutant?
1: This album. I will say of the of the two, the the Mansmith and Mutant combination this one is significantly better. Mansmith was A pain to get through at times in my opinion Uh, this was a pretty easy listen overall Uh, I I would say that the let of Northway borders was absolutely correct (laughs) shout out to the real man's myth as she never existed I made that up (laughs) but it was a good story (laughs) It's a good album. Uh, if I was gonna keep guys, th- guys, you can't see
0: my face right now. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely fucking mad right now. If I
1: was gonna keep three tracks, I
0: would keep familiar. I hate you. I would. And the keep fact that I can't hear your audio right now, respirator, is even better. And I would keep triple threat. I can't tell if you're talking because I actually can't hear you.
1: Then I would get rid of. <laughs> I would get rid of
0: <laughs> I can't hear you
1: <laughs> um I'd probably get rid of starve of your Fear honestly. I gave my list of my three, I didn't hear what your three were <laughs> as you were just talking well i, I said I said them they heard my three and the one that I'd get rid of what do you, what would you uh well, I want to know i didn't hear what, what would you what would you keep on on this album
0: <sighs> you're a dick
1: um. This one's actually very difficult.
0: Because mm-hmm. I, I liked quite a bit of these. Um, I think that my, for sure, like, this one definitely has to stay as familiar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that, that song has been, has stuck with me for ages. Um, I. Uh, fuck there's it's 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 there's three of them that are there Uh that can all be interchangeable okay because it's honestly between respirator triple threat and note to self but i honestly like those but only two of them can be there you gotta pick two i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with respirator and i'm gonna go with triple threat that's what I so, said too. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, so note to self is is my is would, my honorable mention. What would you get rid of? I am getting rid of if we're if we're just regarding skits because Jenny's a fat bitch. Obviously, would go. Obviously. Um, is is fuck you part two? Does that count as like a
1: skit? Basically. Eh, I don't know. I I ignored it. <laughs> okay. I. It's up to you. You can you can call it. I don't give a fuck. It's a no. song.
0: I think I would get rid of It's either Madness or Truth Will Set You Free.
1: Oh, I said Starve Your Fear.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, just basically throw those into a hat and pick one, and that's the one that I would remove. <laughs> 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 I, I can't really uh, put one. But yeah, the rest of this album is still really fucking solid. Like It is. There's, there's good stuff on it. It is, it is, again, I I can't believe that I didn't give it that much of a thought when I was younger. But again, when I first got this album fucking 13 years ago, give or take, I also was not listening to a lot of rock music. So, (laughs) you know, the rock that I was listening to at the time was like Def Leppard. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, this does not sound like Def Leppard. (laughs) You know, actually, I mean, to be fair, I also had gotten the... Um, what was it the first Rage Against the Machine album and City of Evil by uh, yeah um, by, by Avenged Sevenfold so I was getting into some rock but nothing that sounded like uh, what they put on here
1: right but that's Mutant Volume 2 that is Mutant Volume 2 it's let us know
0: your thoughts cool. Let us know your thoughts of this album. Which one did you prefer? Did you prefer Man's Myth or did you prefer Mutant? Even though they're two totally fucking different albums. How about the Gathering of the Juggalo two thousand five EP? <laughs> they would have already told us about their thoughts on that because that episode already dropped.
1: Yeah, but you we're also asking about this in co- in comparison to Man's Myth, so we can bring I can bring up that one if you want to bring up Man's sense. Myth, and that actually
0: makes sense. It makes sense for us to compare this with Man's Myth. Why? Because it's both Twisted, and it drops a month apart. Twisted is on The
1: Gathering of the Juggalo one. They're on one song. And that was less than, that than a month apart.
0: Probably, and that Idiot. song was probably a fucking B-side from one of these two albums. <laughs> exactly.
1: More of a case. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So if you want to talk to us about how I'm correct about this, and tell us about The Gathering of the Juggalos 2005 EP and how it relates to mutant and and also man's myth and the green book uh you can do that on our various social medias such as our facebook juggalo judgment our twitter at juggalo judgment instagram juggalo judgment and some email juggalo judgment at gmail.com if you want to you can hit us up individually on our personal tweeters such as mine at Schmeev, and mine is at Mike Spawn the SEJ. And if you want to hit him up on some other website, uh, there's his personal instant gram. My Instagram is at Straight Juggalo. And that's it.
0: That's it. There's nothing to the else field to say.
1: Except. <gasps> Finish, Finish your fresh Finish your
0: i sometimes need to take a breath and I'll be all right All night because all is
3: getting to me Peace out Bye. <laughs> <laughs>